how's it hanging? How's it happening? Because you guys know what it is. This is Kevin from the Cord Progression Podcast. Hey guys, it is Thursday, February 17th. I want to wish a big happy birthday to my Faja because today is his 63rd birthday. So happy birthday, dad. I know you're not listening to this podcast, but I really don't care because happy birthday, man. So we got one hell of a podcast episode for you today with that still panicking from Ashes to New, Fire from the Gods, Blind Channel, Kim Collapse, and Above Snakes. We've had two of those bands in the podcast for now. Time for number three. Before we jump in, I want to thank our sponsors first, Phoenix Fitness. Yes, we're halfway through February. We're getting towards the end of winter. And, you know, if you're constantly going to the gym, you know, your New Year's resolution's on a kick or you want to get back into the gym, get going again. Absolutely. Make it happen. Do it for you. Do it for, you know, whatever reason you have to do it, whether it's to pop our little weights and be strong like Arnold, yeah, or to look good and be like, <laughs> hey, got a beach body, yeah, or just do whatever the heck you want to do with, or be like me. And it's just like, you love to work out because at that time, it just kind of clear your mind and everything and focus on just how much more you have to run, how much more you have to bike or how heavy it is the thing you have to lift and how many times. But one thing you want to be able to do is recover right, prepare right, so that your body is able to work at maximum capacity when you're working out so you can continually go and achieve every single fitness goal you have. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in. They have many different products such as uh, different pre-workouts, both stimulant and stim-free. Use the stim-free stuff because <laughs> I'm crazy enough as it is, you guys. On top of it, they have different BCL recovery compounds to help you recover right. Different proteins that you build muscle for AMPM and after workout. Also, vegan and collagen proteins for everybody. Uh, creatines that you build muscle. Uh, multi-mentality, anything you need to help achieve your fitness goals, Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners of the podcast and viewers on YouTube, hey guys, you get 15% off at xnfit.com, fnxfit.com. I want to make sure I said that. Using the code MSOTD at checkout, link description below. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Second is custom debuts. So what does custom debuts do? Well, you want a cool poster for your record or garage or, you know, office. Be the coolest person, right? And have it around music, but you want to make it something that no one else has that you have. That's where custom debuts comes in. So you give an artist, any artist you want. Let's say it's Above Snakes or Ice Nine Kills or King Claps or Falling Reverse, 36 Mars. And you give them either an album that you like or a song that you like. And they'll create a custom poster off that album artwork in that track list or off of that song with lyrics. Anything you might want to have done. You can tell them what you want done. And within 48 hours, an artist will come back to you with a proof of something you can have done. If you don't like it, you can tell them what you want changed. And they will change it for you. And then you can take it from there and create the best post possible. And when you like it, you give them the thumbs up and you can have it sent to you in a wood frame or you can have it sent to you on poster paper as a canvas or as a full-on aluminum sign indestructible yeah so you guys can make that at custodyviews.com our listeners get 10% code uh, 10% off at custodyviews use the code cpp10 at checkout thank custodyviews link description below now let's talk about this podcast guys we have above snakes on the podcast they're opening the still panicking tour with from ashes to new fire from the gods Blind Channel, and our dear, 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 dear friends in King Collapse. Got to shout out Jonathan Norris right there. We talk about the band getting on this tour, their first full tour since forming in 2019. How they formed, how John and Johnny and Dax got together to form this band and go off and do their own thing and why they did it. How the pandemic helped the band really grow as well. And on top of that, what to expect next, especially with their new single, The Broken Ones, which is out as this podcast Link for the YouTube video in the description below because we talked about the video as well. You're not going to miss out on it. I'm wearing a Cleaver clothing shirt because, well, horror stones, baby. And the video, horror. Actually, it's a weird Ice Nine Kills connection, too, because Ice Nine Kills shot a music video at the same location that these guys did. So, are you guys ready for this one? Hell yeah. Let's go! Yeah. <laughs> Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast, as we're starting to get towards, you know, 
the springtime tours of 2022. There's one tour that I absolutely have my eye on. It is the From Ashes to Newer Tour with Fire from the Gods, Blind Channel, Kim Collapse, and this band right here. So if you get a chance to go and see that tour, these guys will be opening the tour. And trust me, you're not going to want to miss out on it, especially after listening to some of their music. You got a lot of rock and new metal flair going on in there. It's something that you're going to really enjoy. Trust me on that. So please welcome Johnny and Dax from the band Above Snake. So guys, welcome to Core Progression Podcast. What's up, man? How's it going? Guys, life is going just fine right now. How's everything on your end? Good, good. good Trying to stay warm, you know? Get yeah. ready for this dope-ass tour. It is an absolutely insane tour. And, I, I mean, I'm, I've already told you guys, like, I'm seeing this show multiple times because, well, I'm having you guys on the podcast. Keem Collapse has been on the podcast. Masters U's been on the podcast. I've got one upcoming with Blind Channel. So, it's like, for me, this is a tour where I can't miss this because of how awesome it is. Plus I like every single band. I enjoy everyone's music. So this is just kind of like a dream come true when it comes to tours, especially after we went through the past years, it's like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Dude, it's like, we feel the same exact way. We love all these bands. We listen to them. Um, we're just fucking honored to be doing this, you know? And as our first fucking tour ever, <laughs> we're stoked, you know, your first tour ever. And you get on this bill and after listening to your music, and then of course, knowing the other bands that are on the tour, Everything seems to flow so nicely with everybody's music from you guys and the Kim Collapse Blind Channel, then Fire from the Gods, and of course, the headliner from Ash New. The flow of this tour already seems like, especially in my mind, something that is just perfectly made. So all the music kind of has, you know, that same vibe, that same energy, different yeah. tastes every step of the way. But the energy is going to consistently start out high and it's just going to build every step of the way. Till we get to every single band at the end of the night, you know, we're going to be leaving these shows, you know, with an energy hangover. Hell yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah I'm super so stoked yeah. for it, man. Shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I got to ask this first question around this tour. How'd you guys get on this bill? Uh, we submitted just like uh, any other band um, would. Um, they, I guess, got a lot of submissions and uh, we heard back probably like right before Christmas. And that uh, we got chosen to open the package. And like you said, we're fucking stoked and we're honored. <laughs> yeah, dude, the anticipation was fucking killer. But <laughs> it's fucking happening and yeah. we're stoked as fuck, you yeah. know? Well, especially with the anticipation just building up to this, especially, like you said, this is your first tour because I was looking through some of the stuff as well with yeah. you guys forming really in 2019. So, of course, when you get 2020 to come in, everything gets shut down. So, for this to be your first tour... And have it be more of like this nationwide thing with some bands that have really grown over the course of the pandemic. And I got a point from Ashley specifically because they were getting to that point all of a sudden during the pandemic. It was they're putting out those covers. They released the single panic and then they're just like everything went ape crazy for them. So I feel like especially with this tour, this is going to be one where a lot of people are going to end up coming out no matter what to see from Ashley. But they're going to come early as well because, of course, they're going to know Fire from the Gods. They're going to probably know Blind Channel due to their uh, Eurovision traction from 2020. But then also, you know, you got great bands like you guys and King Collapse coming in. Who's not going to want to sit around and just enjoy this whole entire tour, this whole entire package on a multiple night basis if you, if they can? Yeah, for sure. Please come early. You know, like I said, we're opening it up and um, it'll be a great night, especially like getting back into it. Like you were saying, you know, everyone's been cooped up at home and all these issues and blah, blah, blah. And then things open up and it's like kind of leans back. It's like, oh, people are getting sick. I don't know if I should go to this shit. But I think we're at a good point. You know what I mean? Like, let's fucking hang out. Let's rock out. Have a yeah. few drinks. Feel good. You know? <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be great to get back on the road. Like this is um, 
above Snakes for us tour, but Johnny and I have been in other bands and toured for years and years. And so we've been itching to yeah, get back dude. on the road, you know, everything yep. with COVID and everything halted it. So, you know, that's when we were planning all this. And when right when it hit, we released our first single, Adrenaline, uh, right during the right when the pandemic happened. And <laughs> right then, so, in the middle of that shit. <laughs> No touring could happen off like three or four songs, so now we're stoked finally. Yep, do it. <laughs> yep. I, I do want to jump a little bit into that, but another thing when it comes to the whole entire tour as well, where yeah, especially there's stuff going on with the pandemic, you know, there's stuff going on with this Omicron variant. However, we're seeing other tours still happening right now during this time, and the tours that have been rather successful. I'll bring up a couple. One, you've seen the tour with Falling in Reverse and Wage War. That's been a pretty big success going through. The only show I've seen so far this year as we're making this podcast has been Avatar when they've shown up in Milwaukee. And that place was packed. It's just <laughs> something where ever since you know live shows came back, people are dying to go and see these bands. People are dying to go and see shows because they miss that the energy that they bring, they miss the whole entire family vibe, the camaraderie that comes with seeing a rock and metal show and just enjoying it. I've barely seen a show where, you know, the room was nowhere. Like the room is usually at least three quarters full, even for bands that are just getting their footing as well, that are headlining some of these shows. So people are wanting to come out here and especially you guys coming out in March, especially kind of more on the earlier side of like that end of winter, spring stuff. People are going to be itching to get back outside. People are going to be itching to go out and do something. And especially with the days that you guys are coming through. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Can't fucking wait. <laughs> so I can already tell you guys excitement. So starting out with something that you guys said were, you know, you guys have been in bands for quite a long time, but together, but, you know, with Above Snakes has been only a thing since 2019. So when it came to a lot of the previous experience, what did that come through to, you know, form Above Snakes? And what was this whole entire story like to going from what you guys were previously doing to now doing this especially together. That's kind of what formed the whole thing. You know, I mean, we met that way back on a tour. I was playing drums. I've always been a drummer, you know, and um, his band needed a drummer. So a photographer put us in touch and they were like, yo, this kid's sick, you know, jump on the tour. His drummer was actually from another country. He was stuck at the airport. Couldn't get in with a visa. He had like a, a school visa, right? And it was expired or some shit. So I jumped in, we met, we did the tour, you know, full US, whatever. It was great. And then we kind of like went our separate ways, did things. And I moved out to L.A. I was playing for a bunch of different people. I had an extra room. So I was like, yo, Dax, why don't you move out here, dude? You know, so he was doing his thing out there. We were both doing separate things. And um, we just kind of got so fed up with playing for other people and like the egos and the fucking man. Lead singers are too much. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And it just got to the point where it's like. I'm hating what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like I'm dreading going to practice the thing that I fucking love, the thing I give everything for, you know what I mean? Move out here, try to do this thing for real, for real. And it's just like, something's wrong. Something's got to give. So we just kind of like, fuck it. Let's start something new. Do what we want to do. You fucking sing. He's like, you know, hundred percent supporting me. And we fucking started that shit. We decided to move back to Boston because we're both from here. So um, we came back here and got the shit off the ground and recorded with Kyle Odell. And then, we're about to release shit and pandemic hits <laughs> like shit. Do we wait? But we don't know what's going on. We're like, let's just take this as a chance to, you know, put the music out, see what people think and start doing these videos, which was kind of cool and a blessing in disguise. Cause we got to film all these videos, you know, kind of DIY. And, um, we like that shit. You know, we built the sets, we have the space that we can do that. And, um, you know, it was, it was a great experience. Damn, there's a lot to unpack there, and I kind of want to start. So much, man. Holy shit. I want to start back towards the beginning. So you guys are out. So this is, you know, you guys are out in L.A., and there's a lot of things going on where 
you're you said you're not really you weren't enjoying what you were doing at that point and there's a lot of people that have been at those situations where they did not like what they were doing and a lot of the stuff that they were passionate about maybe got lost because of just things that was going on in their life personal experiences whatever it might have been so when that happened like did that just have this did you have to have like a certain moment of do I still want to do this or do you have to try and like, or was it a moment that like built up motivation to continue to try and do something like this, but have this motivation to try something new and go out on your own and not try and stick within, you know, that like LA scene of like trying to maybe potentially make it the way that a lot of other bands have been making it and just kind of go your own way and figure it out on your own to make sure that you reclaim that passion once again. Yeah, that was like, you know, it was just tough playing for those other people. And, um, like I was saying, I, man, I was moving furniture, trying to survive just to live out there and, you know, have what we had and shit. And, man, those living out there is a whole other <laughs> book, dude. I got stories for days. You died here. But, um, you know, with the music thing, it just got so hard. And like I was saying, you just didn't want to do it. And you'd be working all day and then going to do these practices and just like, shit, this sucks, man. And um, until really until he moved out, he was doing things. He'd be in and out on tours and stuff. And, um and then it just got to the point where he's like, you know, fucking quit your job. Let's just fucking do this thing. Let's write some stuff, make some connections, finish our thing here, and then go back to Boston. And and that's when it really, like, took place. But that's, like, also kind of like what the name is. It's, a, you know, above snakes. It means, you know, it's an old Western term, above ground, you know, living, like, above the snakes. But it also is kind of like you got to rise above these people, you know, that made this shit so difficult <laughs> and not want to do, you know, rise above that shit and create yeah. our own destiny, you know. Well, cause maybe in a way, you know, being above the snakes and just instead of following along with the destiny that maybe people are trying to prevent you from, because think about it, you go out to LA, there's everyone's trying to chase their dream out. Everyone's trying to chase dream of like fame, fortune, whatever it might be when it comes to the entertainment industry, using music specifically, there's a lot of people there. And just with how many other, you know, the established, you know, venues, the established promoters, the established record companies are out there it seems like they kind of have a stranglehold on how things are done and how things are or progress when it comes to bands growing. So then all of a sudden, you know, take a look at what's happened over the past, you know, 10, 20 years with the digital era. I mean, Napster started the whole entire thing. Then all of a sudden you get like iTunes. Everyone remembers LimeWire and, you know, getting this horrible viruses on your computer, then streaming, just the ability to just reach different people with your music and try many different things and not have to worry about, you know, what the other bands in the area or what the other music, what the music scene in the area is kind of trying to force you to do while other people are trying to force you, what managers, execs, whoever it might be are trying to force you. It really gave you guys a chance to, you know, be able to pull back from that, go back to Boston and create something that you really wanted to do instead of trying to follow suit along with, you know, kind of like above snakes, along suit of like what the snakes underground were trying to want you to do. A hundred percent, dude, you know, like, I mean, I moved out there like Sunset Strip, Guns N' Roses, you know, Motley Crue. That's the shit I grew up on. Like, well, shit, that's where you got to go to make it. That's what you got to go do, you know? And, you know, we get out there and it's just like not that anymore, you know? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I lived that shit hard, man, <laughs> to its fullest. <laughs> and it was great and I wouldn't take it back. But it's just not the same as like what it used to be, you know? So that's the whole thing. We were like, let's go back to our roots in boston you know and um people are a little different here not to knock the shit out there but that's the thing everyone's trying to make it so it's like it's a different mentality it's more the people that you can't stand that don't act they're not from there the people that are from there are fucking great but like the people that are there trying to make it they're the people that you fucking 
most of the time can't deal with. You know what I mean? I can kind of understand that just because it's everyone has that sort of dream that they're trying to go after, but it's the people that are there that are trying to go after that stuff. I mean, there could be many good people in there. Don't get me wrong. The thing is, though, it's the mentality that they have where it's a competition. They're seeing everyone around them as competition. And when it comes to music as well, especially one thing we've seen you know, over the course of the pandemic and we've seen recently, especially with within rock and metal, when bands start doing well and a new sound starts doing well, we got to let that foster. We got to let that grow because there's so many other bands that are, you know, sound have like a similar sound or had take influences from the bands that this other band that's really taking charge right now is influenced by. So we're getting this new sound to come through and we want to foster that. We want to see people grow and succeed because if we see people grow and succeed, the scene gets better, the other bands get better, and we all do better. When we succeed, when one person succeeds in the music industry, especially within rock and metal, you know, with a lot of bands that are upcoming, we all succeed in that. Instead of trying to look at his competition, look at his more as family. So I think by you guys going back to Boston and being away from, you know, this whole entire doggy dog competition when it comes to the entertainment industry, comes to the music industry, it helps you guys foster some more of that creativity to get that passion back and then you know really get connected on something like this for mashes to new tour 100 percent, yeah. yeah for sure fuck yeah Hell. <laughs> so you get it you understand you know what i'm saying <laughs> we're right there <laughs> oh absolutely i mean i've been doing this podcast for shit three years now so i've talked to a lot of bands who've gone through a lot of these different stories and i mean i have kind of my own story myself when it comes to doing stuff like this so when it comes to trying to reclaim that passion, but also work with other people that want to see you grow instead of see you as competition, it helps so much when it comes to building yourself up, helping build your the, the other people, other bands that you're working with alongside up and building the scene up, whether it's locally, regionally, nationally, all over the world, whatever it might be, it just helps out so much. And that's the thing, dude. This genre, like, everyone's family, man. Everyone's accepting. It's fucking great. You know, I've played both of us have played across the board different bands different styles of music and metal and fucking hard rock is fucking very family family oriented and fucking you know everyone's just like come on let's fucking rock let's party it's not that negative shit that you have as much as these other you know things that we've done in the past again totally understandable and also moving out to boston as well as i mean you think about the places in the united states where rock and metal have more of a prominence around around there especially within the local scenes look at you know where you guys are in the northeast i mean look how many bands are coming out from massachusetts even from where you guys are just really beginning to grow also take a look at like where i'm at in the in the midwest it's i'll go see shows and it's just you know those places are absolutely packed and the crowd is going nuts it's like well why is the crowd and i see so many of the same people there too and it's absolutely fantastic because it brings forward that whole entire family vibe it's something where especially once the pandemic you know is still going on but live shows are coming back Seeing those people once again for the first time in over a year, it felt like you were seeing family again. And the, whatever band was on stage, it didn't even matter the first show I went to that I didn't even know that the, the, who the headliner was. I had a great fucking time. That's all that mattered. All that mattered was me jumping into the pit. And right when I got hit in the face the first time, I'm like, I'm back. <laughs> we back, baby. Hell yeah. So now kind of going a little bit more to the history as well. So now you guys are in Boston. It's 2019. You guys are forming Above Snakes, this new project. So between the time when you guys formed and the pandemic hit, what were you guys doing during that time? Because you guys, you know, it's a brand new thing, brand new project, brand new place, especially, you know, from where you guys were. It's, you know, (laughs) across the whole entire uh, United States. What was that like? And then going into the pandemic when that hit, what was the mindset around there to continue to grow above snakes and continue to help build on this, you know, new journey that you guys were on? 
um, like I said before, it was kind of a blessing in disguise because um, we got this space, right? And we both have audio degrees and stuff. And we did that in the past when school for it and everything. So we, and we had a little spot in LA, but we were able to build out and make this nice big studio, um, recording studio here in Boston, in this building that we have. Um, so we got to do that, got very hands-on with that shit. You know, we like to build and do everything hands-on. And, uh, and then we were able to use the space also for videos and really dive into that. Cause that's something we've always wanted to do, but never really had the outlet for, you know what I mean? To like really get in there and direct the videos. And, and we found a guy that was, you know, was cool with that and fucking does great work. And we just started making videos. But I think like when the first song came out, we didn't even have the band together at that point, honestly. Right. It was like super beginning. And we put adrenaline out. And was it 2020? 2019? 2020? No, 2020. 2020. And we didn't even have everyone. It was just the two of us. And we were like, oh, we know a couple of people. Maybe we'll we'll start getting shit going. And then pandemic, well, it already had hit. So we're like, well, shit, let's just put this out. And then we'll, you know, take our time finding the band. And then the first, honestly, the first time I think we played together was like right the day before or the <laughs> fucking first music video. Yeah. <laughs> Which was the set, you know, the second song that we released. Uh, never alone and um yeah we just been building since doing videos since you know three videos since then and uh we played our first show back in october, october with uh dropout kings and that shit was sick because <laughs> they're fucking killer you know what i'm saying they brought that shit and uh that was great and now now we uh got this tour <laughs> I mean, so the, even going to there, there's a lot to unpack there. And I, I think the big thing I want to unpack is... <laughs> Always the, more, more. This absolutely. <laughs> I think the big thing I want to unpack is the fact that you guys have your own space and that you're making, you know, able to work and create the music videos the way you want to create them within your own space during the pandemic. And I got to say, you know, that had to give you guys a huge advantage going forward, especially, you know, take a look at, you know, thinking back to, you know, late March, April and May of 2020. I was talking to a bunch of different bands at that time and seeing what was going on and, you know, bands could not get together. So it was, if new music was coming out, it's like, you know, this stuff had already been recorded and the music videos that were coming out, it's like this stuff had already been done, but anything yeah. new, you know, was like, you were not seeing this stuff. We're not seeing that connection happen with the pandemic. So with you guys having that own space, able to basically use it the way you wanted to and essentially not have to worry as much about the whole entire COVID restriction thing at that time because it was your space. It gave you guys such a bigger competitive advantage in terms of being able to stand out and grow during that time. Again, not a competitive as trying to compete with other bands, but competitive in terms of just competing with everyone else's attention during that time when it came to, you know, again, everyone was sitting at home. So you guys were competing with Tiger King. No, I, I, <laughs> that shit was entertaining. though. <laughs> But, like, it kind of hit at the right point, right? Because um, we went to record. Like, we moved back, and then we went to record, and then it hit. So, like, we already had the first batch of stuff, and then we were able to do the videos for it. And then it kind of had, like, a lull because it was going on the first big wave, and then it kind of died down. And in that time, we were able to get back down with Kyle um, and record a whole new batch of songs, which is the last song that we just released, Nothing to Lose. And this new one that drops next Friday, the 11th, with the fucking sickest video we've done yet. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, we kind of were able to do that. And it just kind of worked out that, you know, we took advantage of being kind of cooped up. And like you said, we were able to get together. So at one point, we're like, 
everyone's wearing masks and we're in here building fucking walls and trying to fucking paint sets like Saturday Night Live to do the videos and shit, dude. <laughs> but it was great, you yeah. know? And not that, but there was one thing you guys said too earlier that you guys have audio degrees as well. So that just adds to the whole entire, you know, professionalism of these music videos. So yeah, they are DIY, but there's going to be some added you know, production to him because you guys know what you're doing in terms of the audio quality that's going to be end up putting out through these videos, how to make sure everything works together and then just working as much as you want because, you know, you're watching it's like, okay, does this look something that's, you know, going to absolutely hit me with this song or is it a point where it's like, you know, maybe we could do this a little bit better. You guys had the time and the ability to work within that with yourselves. On top of that, like you said, you guys had recorded this stuff and then the pandemic hit. So you guys had a batch to work with. So you weren't sitting on, you know, and you weren't sitting and waiting. And then, yep. you know, you kind of lulled. You guys got to be able to record more stuff again. And then, you know, it got ramped up again. And all of a sudden, you guys are in the perfect spot for this in terms of <laughs> maximizing on the potential as a new growing band during the pandemic. Right. Shit, yeah. yeah. It does seem like it's lining up nice right now, you know. This next video is going to come out. In a few weeks, we hit tour. And then that shit's supposed to be insane. <laughs> I mean, insane. And then um, we got another fucking dope single after that plan to come out. Yeah. Which we will be playing. So it's going to be sick to play that shit too. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, man. I mean, so so you guys are coming out with a brand new single and a brand new video on February 11th. Bang and on. then yep. you guys are going to be having another new single coming out following the From Ashes to New Tour. While playing both of those songs on tour? Yep. Hell yeah. Oh, dear God. Right? Sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds fun. I'm pretty sure all of a sudden, you know, you guys are going to make me want to make sure you make me make sure that I'm at these shows like, you know, at doors open to make sure I don't miss up like a minute of anything and make sure I have to time out every single bathroom break. Right. So that I only (laughs) go to the bathroom like at the most low points in between each set if I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be waiting in those lines. <laughs> I'll put it this way. Luckily, I know both venues that I'm like the venues I'm gonna see you guys at. I know both of them pretty well, so I kind of already have it planned out. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. That's what's up. So now again, gotta go to this new song and add on to this because I'm pretty sure by the time this podcast comes out, just given you know just the other podcasts that are coming out as well, it might be after the time the song comes out. So. You know, you got me curious, especially the fact that I haven't even heard this yet. I didn't even know you guys are coming out with a new single, and there's going to be a new music video out that you guys are saying is fucking awesome. So yeah. I got to ask about this. You know, got to give me some, got to give me some information on this. Not everything, just tease me a little bit. Like, what can I expect on this song? What's the song called? And what can I kind of expect in this music video that's going to make me on the day of the release, or for everyone listening to this podcast right after they're done this podcast, going to click the YouTube link in the description of the podcast to go watch that video right then and there. Hell yeah, it's um. The song is called The Broken Ones. It's kind of just like an anthem for, um, you know, misfits and people that don't necessarily fit into, you know, everyone's standards, the outcasts, you know, everyone's got a little... People got bullied. Exactly, you know, growing up, get bullied, you know, everyone's got a little broken pieces in them and, you know, more than others or whatever, but, you know, the song's for them, for us, and a uh, very anthemic rock song, and we shot it at this... Um, haunted overload place in new hampshire right it's like this like two mile walk through in the woods of like haunted shit right they got these huge creatures and things that they build and then we had a lot of actors that have these insane costumes like spooky costumes that work there and stuff and came in and we're able to do um do the video and yeah it's (laughs) almost like a it's like a horror 
like a horror yeah, type. It's sick. <laughs> it looks great. Like big, big looks like you know a big, big budget. But yep. we did it yep. on our budget. <laughs> and there's like this huge skull right, you know, behind where we're playing everything, which is very fitting for Johnny skulls and everything. And it just worked out that way. And we're super stoked on it. We can't wait for this shit to come out. February 11th, the broken ones. Go peep that shit. And yes, the YouTube link for that video will be in the description of the podcast. You will not be able to miss out on that. Like, you don't even have to search it up. I'm going to have it down there for you. So you guys are set ready to go. But yeah. now you're talking about the fact that you, you know, put you shot this at a haunted place in New Hampshire and you have a bunch of people in costumes to make it like a full on, you know, horror movie music video. So just by saying that, the fact that. I am wearing a shirt from Cleaver Clothing, which is, you know, known for the horror stuff. I'm a huge Motion's White Nice Nine Kills fan. All you actually, said, once you, once I, you, I, little side note, they actually shot a video, or maybe two of there. Yeah, I forget which. Back in the day. Which one. Yeah. Because well, they're, they're from here, too, you know what I mean? Like, we grew, in, grew up playing with, with Ice Nine back in the day, different bands and shit. So, like, it's fucking sick that those guys are killing it, you know? So absolutely. Now I'm going to end up like watching this music video and now I'm going to be like thinking about like all, I mean, after, after I get done watching it the first time to really take it all in, I'm going to watch it a couple more times to really try and figure out, alrighty, where, like what other Ice Nine Kills videos might have been shot here? Like see so I can kind of pick it out. It's going to be something well, I'm going to be totally interested in. But, and I didn't even, even know, like we got there and we're filming this thing and they're like, oh, by the way, fucking, you know, Ice Nine Kills, they shot a video here a while back. We're like, oh shit, no way, for real. <laughs> And we like looked it up and saw like a different part of the park where where they did. And we're like, that's crazy. Who was there the other day? Oh, Holly Madison. You know that that Playboy chick, which she lived at the Playboy Mansion. Holly Madison. Yeah. She was one of Hugh Hef's wife's or whatever. She like posted a pic there in front of one of the big skulls. We're like, oh shit, we just missed her by a few days. <laughs> I mean, when you post it, when you post that music video, you can also kind of add. And it's like, yeah, Holly Madison. She was here a couple days before we shot oh. this. You guys remember Ice Nine Kills? Guys that we played with in the past? Yeah, they shot a music video here too. Maybe a couple. So <laughs> kind of add a little more to the lore of it. And also, especially with, you know, using Ice Nine Kills fans as an example, how feverishly, you know, into the band they are, how much they're, you know, engulfed the whole entire horror trope as well. Myself, I really wasn't that big of a horror movie fan or horror movie kind of guy at all. Then I saw Ice Nine Kills live for one time. And that changed it. So now I'm like, I'm even intrigued more by this than you possibly could even like have made me intrigued by, by saying anything else. So on top of that, using the songs example as well, you know, the broke, was it the broken ones? Correct. I just want to get that wrong. Yeah. You know, talking about just what, like the meaning of the song, a lot of us have gone through those points in time as well, where people are trying to keep us out. We felt broken, felt alone, maybe bullied, you know, as we were younger and trying to be anthem and like having an anthemic feel to rise above that, especially in horrors examples. Well, you know, just kind of the visualization of people trying to bring you down and try and bring you down to a horrible place and you trying to rise above it. I yep. mean, come on. It, it fits in perfectly. Yeah, so that's kind of like the whole premise of the video. You know, it's like um, a kid that gets bullied in school. It starts off him getting kind of like beat up and stuff and he blacks out and then kind of wakes up in this place, this like haunted place where it's got all these broken people that, you know, other people might think that they're broken by looking at them and stuff, you know. And um, he goes through this place and there's a headless horseman that's leading him through the way, through the woods and everything. And he sees like these bullies that were beating up on him, getting tortured by these broken one people, you know, and then we're in there playing kind of like a, like almost like a uh, land of the lost kind of um, Peter Pan hook 
you know the lost boys kind of effect but like with like the horror aspect of it you know i can kind of get i can get i can i can understand i can get behind that especially with you know to use rock and metal as an example as well especially with bands that have a little bit more you know of a niche concept in terms of like the inspiration that they take from again got to use ice nine kills example with the whole entire horror thing it's you, people, you talk to people and all of a sudden it's like you name some of the bands you like and people don't necessarily know like what your music taste is and you start ratting off some of these bands and people kind of look at you as like a freak as an outcast because you don't like what's ever, whatever was popular at the time. And all yeah. of a sudden it's, you get to, you get to go to these shows, you get to, you know, meet people that like the same kind of music you do. And all of a sudden it's, everyone's embracing you as a member of the family. If, if you go to shows, if there's someone that's like, I've never been to a rock or metal show before, it's my first one, it's my first time seeing this band. Everyone's just like... Oh boy, you're gonna have a lot of fun, man! Everyone's there, happy, helpful guy. If some you want to jump into a mosh pit, hell yeah, jump on in. We'll have we'll, we'll throw you in there. If you fall down, we're gonna pick your ass right back up. You yep. want to crowd? You want to crowd surf? Tell the people in front of you because we're gonna throw you up there. You just want to headbang with us? Hell yeah, we'll put your we'll put all our arms around each other, and just start going like this and having one hell of a time. So it kind of again it speaks to just all of us where. We have gone, a lot of us have gone through those moments, especially with the music that we like, where people kind of look down on us or look at us in a different way because we don't like whatever's popular at the time, man. But the people that like the same stuff that we do that are considered the freaks, yeah, we're, we're, we're a family. That's what it is. Hell yeah. Funny little side note on that, right? So I showed my mom the video the other day. I was like, yo, check this new video out, blah, blah, blah. I sent it to her. Like, no one's seen it yet, so don't post this shit. Can't be going on Facebook putting this out because, you know, it's not out yet. It's a private link, you, can, you know, blah, blah, blah. So she goes, goes to her thing, does her thing, and she's at this meeting with friends or whatever, something, you know, little uh, thing she does on the side, and she, like, played them, shows them a piece of video, and one of the ladies, like, throwing off. She's just like, is there something, you know, is there something wrong with your son? Like, is he not... <laughs> <laughs> it's like it just doesn't seem right <laughs> she's like no my son's fine don't worry about it it's just, people don't understand you know what i mean they think that we're fucking broke they just don't get it you know and that's kind of like in point what this song and this video is about i feel like i'm gonna definitely resonate with that song as well because starting the, starting this podcast doing everything that i'm doing with music i mean there's people i know that first were looking at me it's like um what are you doing man like are you okay and all of a sudden, it's I've been doing this for a couple of years, and it's I absolutely love what I'm doing. I'm happier than all hell, and I'm starting to get looks from people like, "Dude, you're how's it going, man? You like this is going well for you? Hell yeah, man! It's like okay, now you're kind of starting to see where this is something that brings me happiness, brings me joy in life, and is something that I absolutely enjoy. For you guys, this is stuff that brings you happiness and joy in life, and makes life worth living for you guys. And I mean, everyone has something that's going to make life worth living for them. And there's some things, you know, like Rock and Metal, where the mainstream, they're like, oh, you know, that might not be what we expect it to be. But hell, from what I found, it's the best thing that I possibly could have found, honestly. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And now when you guys go out on tour, you're going to be able to see that once again, fully in person with all these different places you're going to be playing, with all the different bands you're going to be playing. Because, again... You're the third band from that tour package I've had a chance to talk to. And knowing from Ashes and New is, you know, their kind of personality, their persona, knowing Kim Collapse very well with their persona. And now you guys, man, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting, you know, to hear the crazy, some of these absolutely crazy tour stories from when you guys are done. It's like, I'm going to start hearing stuff like, 
if you guys send me emails on crazy tour stories, I'm gonna ask Jonathan Norris from Team Collapse all like what 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 happened on this tour? Hell, when I get to see you guys live, I'm probably gonna ask you like, okay, what's happened so far on this tour that's been you know the most crazy thing? And pretty soon I'm gonna end up hearing like one of the most ridiculous stories I've ever heard and laughing my ass up the whole entire time, thinking this is awesome, man. This is great. <laughs> Dude, we're so stoked. It's been a minute since we've been on the road, you know what I mean? But like you said, we've been itching to get back, and fucking, I couldn't think of a better tour to get back at it with, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Are you guys nervous at all to go back out on the road, especially since, you know, this is going to be your first time really out on the road as Above Snakes and with this big of a tour, or is it somewhere you guys are ready to go, you're prepared, and you're not worried at all? I think we're pretty ready, honestly, having that first uh, show with Dropout Kings to you know, get our feet wet and make sure, you know, the in-ear, you know, rig worked and everything and, you know, just practicing a shit ton before the tour and everything's run smoothly so far. So we're just pretty fucking stoked. A little bit of worry, you know, but yeah. like, that's good. You need that. You know what I mean? I think that's very important. You, you kind of need, like, need that a little bit just to keep you a little bit more grounded and not get way too ahead of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're at a good point. <laughs> I do have a feeling of something that's going to happen, you guys. It's going to be that first show you play on the whole entire tour. It's going to be during the first song where it's, okay, first song, first one. Yeah, it might be a little you know nervous just because it's the first one on a big tour. But all of a sudden, up on stage live, back on the road after that first song, every nerve is going to end up just going away. So by the time the second song comes on that first show of the tour you're just going to have this like full on locked in feel to the show. And it's going to make every other show beyond that even better. You might have a little nerves the first time, but after that first one's over, boom, done. It's not going to happen again. Exactly. And that's kind of how that first show was. You know what I mean? We were like, Oh shit. More so for like the gear and everything. Cause we're running a whole new system in new ways than what we did in the past. Um, we found some new things and which have simplified things, but there's also a lot going on now. You know what I mean? And, um, we were kind of nervous about that, but like as soon as we sound checked and we were up there and everything was working out nicely, we were just like, dude, this is home. We're back. Let's fucking go. <laughs> and especially opening like with your first show, like your first real show, you know, doing it with Dropout Kings. Dude. My God. Yeah. It was sick. Yeah. So what was the crowd like for that kind of a show? Because mostly I'm intrigued with the fact that, you know, I want to know if I'm going to become really, really jealous of the fact that I was living in Wisconsin or I'm still living in Wisconsin at the point when you guys are playing that show. Cause that sounds like a show that I would absolutely have loved to have gone to and gone absolutely ape crazy at in the crowd. It's pretty fucking sick. It was decent. It was a smaller venue, you know, um, on like a middle of the week, it was in New Hampshire. So given all of that, but other than that, it was fucking great. Yeah. Fucking people dig it. You know, people were great. And, um, real receptive and they fucking sounded amazing. That was my first time ever seeing them. So I was just stoked to fucking be playing, you know, I'll say now with, you know, you guys building up a little bit of a following, you might have to follow dropout Kings to, uh, potentially out to Vegas in October before the, when we were young fest for, to the, when we were hungry fest. Yeah. What's up with that? I keep seeing some things from the, uh, what's her name. Uh, I was posting about that. And then, I was like, is this a real thing? Oh, this I got this. I, I know the story for a second. Tell you that really quickly. <laughs> so when we, when the whole entire, when we were young fest dropped and like you saw the bands that were on there, one of the bands I've had in the podcast and they hold the record for probably the funniest band I've had in the podcast. <laughs> I fell out of my chair multiple times with them on. You guys probably know them band called modern day escape. Yep. Yep. So they, personally, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So they saw that, and it's like they basically were the bassist William. He created like a whole like tour poster called "When We Were Hungry Fest," and it was gonna be. It's like you know October twenty first in Vegas, day before the first day of When We Were Young Fest at a Denny's because <laughs> of the whole entire viral clip of that one band, the one hardcore band playing. They're going, "What the fuck is up, Denny's?" <laughs> So they were working and like trying to like potentially like make this like a fun thing. You just, but all of a sudden, you know, people are starting to get behind. It's like, if you do this, like we'll show up. So they started trying to make this a full festival. And from what I know, it's they're in on it. Along came Aspires in on it. Dropout Kings is on it. I think there's a couple others that already said like, if you guys are doing this, you make this a festival. We're in. <laughs> they're also trying to get, or I believe Attack Attack also was like, yeah, we're in for this. Um, yeah. They're trying to get Eskimo Callboy to come over for it as well. <laughs> So, you know, if it's going to be a whole full-day festival, they might need, you know, people to really well, get the shit. show kicked We're off. Right. Let's <laughs> fucking do it. We're down with that shit. We always hungry. <laughs> you guys can just throw pancakes into the crowd anytime you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a little griddle cooking them up side stage, you know. <laughs> so all of a sudden, here you, here's Johnny up on stage just going absolutely nuts and all of a sudden grabs a you know, short sack of pancakes and just starts throwing them out to the crowd like this. <laughs> Yep, little side fact, I got a culinary degree, so those pancakes will be bomb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I'd have to go to Vegas. For, I mean, because I'm not doing the When We Were Young Fest, but for, if I was for When We Were Hungry, oh yeah. If I already, I, like, I'm already deciding, like, if We Were Hungry is going to happen, I'm going to find my way out there for that. Because <laughs> it is just too good not to go out to. We'll pick you up on the way. <laughs> yeah, you guys technically are on the way. I, I'd make that happen. <laughs> Yeah, catch a bus, whichever route, down a little bit, and we'll just go straight across, and we'll scoop you up. We'll be good. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll, uh, I'll take the train down to Chicago because if you guys are having to come through there, just meet me there. <laughs> yep, perfect, perfect. As long as we don't go through the Canada point, if fucking near there, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, we've had some bad experiences, <laughs> to say the least. Nah, you won't have to go through Canada. Probably just go through like upstate New York and then go through Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, get right to Chicago, and then you know, keep going west, and then you're going on like I I think it's I eighty through Iowa and then Iowa, Nebraska, Colorado, Utah to Vegas. Well, that was the like thing. That. We we were going to um Chicago open air, right? And we were like, I don't know weren't paying attention. It was raining out and I'm, all of a sudden the signs are saying you're entering the border of Canada. I'm like, dude, what? No, we're not trying to do that shit. We're going to Chicago. What the fuck? We got mad weed on us. We got mad fucking shit. Like, no. Fucking. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're at the fucking checkpoint, right? Because there was no point to turn around at that point. So we're like, yo, sorry. We're not supposed to. We're not trying to be here. We're just trying to, like, turn around and get back because we're going to Chicago. We're not trying to come to Canada. And they're like. We're like, maybe they'll just let us turn around. All right, pull over there. So we pull over there and go inside, talk to them. They're like, all right, let's, we're like, can we just turn around? They're just like, oh, well, let's check you. Let me check a few things. So they come out, they look at the vehicle, right? They open the stuff up. They find a taser, which is my girlfriend's at the time because she like worked at a bar, right? So she had like a taser for late nights, you know, when she had to walk to her car Mm -hmm. in LA and, um, so they're like, do you have any weapons? We're like, no. They're like, do you have any firearms? We're like, no, of course not. What the fuck? We're going to a fucking <laughs> festival, you know? And um, 
they're like, well, this is a firearm. And then they found this and then they took the vehicle inside and they fucking searched the whole vehicle. They found a bunch of weed, long story short, a bunch of all this other stuff. And then they were just like, yeah, you can't get your car back unless you pay us fucking, what, like three grand or some <laughs> bullshit in fines. <laughs> like, yo, we've already been here. And this was like, what? It was my birthday, too, I think. So I had like birthday presents for my girlfriend. And they like opened them up because they were like, they thought there was drugs in them and shit. You know what I mean? So they opened all that shit. I had like a vest that I make, these leather vests, and they ripped the seams on that shit looking for like hard drugs. Because they were like, yo, he got all the weed in his name. She had the fucking weapons. What's this motherfucker got? You know, what's this tatted up motherfucker? He's probably got the hard shit. <laughs> but they didn't, you know, none of that. But um, we ended up having to pay the fine. They let us turn around and we got out. But now every time we go through there, we get like a red flag. <laughs> All because of a, all because of one like rainy night wrong turn and the fact that they just wouldn't like to be like you know guys we're not we're not trying to get to Canada we took a wrong turn somewhere because of the rain can we just turn around and go back and it's like no nope. <laughs> it's yeah. like come on let these guys go okay not, not and you're giving me you know ideas to like if I ever travel you know back I, I went to school in Minnesota so it's like if I go back there and have to go further north. Make sure I watch upper border signs so I don't end up having that because I know they'd search my car and be like, oh, great. I know there's nothing here, but I wonder what they're going to end up saying they found. Yeah, they fuck up your day real quick. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to end up paying three grand to get my car back because I'm not even sure my car is worth three grand anymore. <laughs> but, you know, we did write a letter after and we we're like, blah, blah, blah. We weren't even trying to be there. This bullshit. And, He's got a medical card, so all that shit was legal. You know what I mean? And we ended up getting the money back. It took like nine months, but they like approved it and fucking sent us the money back. So it was just like a big headache and fucking bullshit and a funny story to tell, to be honest. I wasn't happy at the time. You know what I mean? But we move on. <laughs> you move on, you learn, then you tell funny stories like this to me and you make me just like go like this the whole time. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was freaking, that was, that was hysterical. However, this will be something crazy. This is not the first time I have heard a band go like into Canada and get stopped and have a taser removed from <laughs> from the vehicle. If taser I remember and pepper spray. <laughs> if I remember correctly, it actually was along came a spider. So if you guys are on the We Were Hungry <laughs> Fest Live, you get on that with along came a spider, you guys can share taser stories. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. My God, this is that is great. None but, of that on this tour. <laughs> hopefully, none of that on this tour. Just don't take a wrong turn when you guys are like towards Michigan and accidentally end up in Canada again. Yep. Or <laughs> well, down in like Arizona and Texas, you can get sketchy down there too. You know I just, that, yeah, that, just that, that, you know that little border <laughs> thing that you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then in that case, just you know, come up, play more shows in the Midwest, and you know, play more shows in Wisconsin or in Illinois, so that I have a nice. Nice, nice chance to see you guys play live and just, you know, enjoy life once again like crazy. Go, yeah, because live music. Woo! Hell yeah. So one other question before we uh, get going on our merry way and let you guys get back to practice so you guys can be as prepared as possible for the Tremashes to New Tour. So the last question I have for you guys is, again, you guys are opening up this tour. You guys are the first band that's going out there. And I got to ask, do you guys have a little surprise for us on stage so that when you guys go up on stage, that after the show, when people are going home, that when they are thinking about the show, there's a point in there where it's like, but this band that opened above Snakes, there was something that they did that just caught my eye, caught my ear, caught my attention. That's going to make me want to go and like search up all their stuff when I get home, search up their stuff the next day and get to know 
what this band sounds like, who this band is, and get to know all about them. I don't think it's one thing. I think it's the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Come see the show. We're going to bring it. We're a little different, you know? Let's just have a good time and rock the fuck out. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's we'll the best. Have, we'll have some crazy outfits, you know? A few little surprises. But you got to come out and see. <laughs> I think it's the best way to put it. The whole sh- the whole show is going to be worth you know seeing. It's going to be worth talking about. But instead of telling you about it, why don't you go buy a ticket and come and see it? Cheers to that. Yes. <laughs> Cheers to that. Well, Johnny Dex, as we bring this podcast to a conclusion, one thing I like to do at the end of this is give you guys a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the podcast. So, guys, right now, the floor is yours. Yo, check out our brand new single, The Broken Ones. Peep that video. And come hang out with us on the Still Panicking Tour with From Ashes to New, Blind Channel, Fire from the Gods, and Kingdom Collapse. It's just going to be fucking epic. Yeah. Absolutely. So now it's time for me to end this podcast with not one, not two, but three very specific things. First things first, the broken ones will be out by the time this podcast releases. You're going to want to go and watch that music video, especially if you're talking about, you know, it's a whole haunted horror movie vibe in there. Who wouldn't want to go and see something like that? On top of that, they're going to be on tour with From Ashes to Do, Fire the Guys, Blind Channel, and Kim Collapse. And let me tell you, you're going to want to go and see that show. You're going to want to follow these guys on social media. You're going to want to find them everywhere. Check out their music, stream it, download it, buy it, buy some merch, whatever you can do to support these guys. You're going to want to do it, especially after this podcast and after you watch that music video. So instead of making it hard on you guys, I'm making it easy on you. Look at the description of the podcast. You're going to find links to all their socials, links to the Broken Ones uh, music video. You're going to find links to where you can buy tickets to the Still Panicking Tour. You're going to find links where you can stream, download, buy their music, buy their merch, everything about that. I'll have the links, labels, and everything down below for you so you have no excuse not to go and do that. Again, make it as easy as possible on you guys. And if any of you guys are going out to the tour with From Ash to New, Fire from the Gods, King Collapse, my channel, of course, Above Snakes, and you're seeing the show on either March 11th or March 12th in Kansas, Wisconsin, or Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, I'll be there, so come say hi. Yeah, I'll be there. Now time for number two, guys. So when I bring these podcasts to a close, I always like to, you know, take a look back and wonder, did I enjoy having this guest on the podcast? And 100% of the time, the answer has been yes. You guys have definitely kept this trend up. So that means there's a promise that's coming your way. And the promise is this. This is not an if. This is a when. (laughs) And it's when I get to see you guys perform live for the first time. So it will be in March. When I get to see you guys perform live for the first time, I promise you is this. I'll say this. It'll either be one of the two dates I get to see you guys because it's going to be back-to-back days. But the promise is this. First round's on me. Yeah! Love that shit. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that weekend I end up going broke between all the, everybody that I have to <laughs> owe first rounds to. <laughs> so I am more and more and more happy to do that as well because this was a fantastic podcast. I can't wait to continue to like watch you guys grow, watch you guys, you know, continue to, ha- you know, do good, especially in the music scene, grow with this new music, see what happens to you guys. And hopefully... Maybe have you guys pick me up on the way if you guys are going to play the When We Were Hungry Fest because that would be fucking awesome. So on this note, Johnny Dex, this is not goodbye. This cannot be goodbye for a couple of reasons. One, I am seeing you guys perform live twice in the month of March. Two, I have to make good on that promise. And three, I'd love to be back on the podcast again sometime in the future. So this is not goodbye, my friends. No, 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 no. This is. (laughs) See you later. See you soon, bro. Great talk.
Hello, folks. That's my interview with Johnny and Dax for the band Above Snakes. Once again, their new single, The Broken Ones, is out as of the release of this podcast. So go check out the music video because it's got a lot of horror tropes in there. So fans like, you know, myself that really like Ice Nine Kills, Motion and White, like Hard Rock, like a lot of the stuff they bring out with the anthemic style, you're going to want to go check that out as well. Link description for the music video, along with every other link for Above Snakes as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever socials I can find on them. YouTube, again, that YouTube video, where you can buy some merch, you can find them online on like a website or something, where you can stream, download, buy their music as well, and also get tickets from the Still Panicking Tour with From Ashes to New Fire from the God Scene Collapse and Blind Channel. You guys know I'm going to be at that tour two days. Uh, March 11th in Kansasville, Wisconsin, and March 12th in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. So come out. Let's enjoy some above snakes together and have a good, good, good time. Be sure to also follow the Core Progression Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We do a lot of crazy stuff on there, like promote this stuff, talk to you guys. Best way to get in contact with us, you can DM us. I'm the one that answers all the DMs, so don't be afraid to do that. Everyone's in on Instagram. We do a live stream, so you get to know more about that stuff. With the podcast, we're bringing on even more bands than ever before. Bigger bands. Heck, Blind Channel is going to be on here as well, so that's going to be four bands on that tour that are going to be on the podcast at some point in time, which is absolutely awesome. You can watch the podcast videos on our YouTube channel, or you can listen on Spotify Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon. Every link to below for you along with the links for custom news and phoenix fitness again links promo codes description below for you guys well i can't wait to see above snakes live and go watch that music video links in the description below <laughs> yes and i'm gonna act a little bit more of a sinister horror trope to kind of fit in with the vibe or am i talking real deep getting Weirdly sexy in here. <laughs> I don't know, but I thought that's going to be the guys who watch listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one of these episodes. The big, healthy, and hearty. <gasps> See you